When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, I talk about how to hold a conversation. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are revisiting a topic that I uh, originally discussed over on my YouTube. It is, quite frankly, uh, the most popular YouTube episode video I have. And uh, its purpose was to tackle this question of how you hold a conversation. How do you, when you are speaking to someone, when you have just met somebody, uh, navigate that weird social dance we all have to do of having a conversation, uh, holding it, keeping it entertaining, making sure that you're paying attention, so on and so forth. How do you actually do that? Uh, And it seems simple. It seems like, well, isn't that a skill we should just all have? And the truth is, uh, no, no, it, it's not. It's uh, it's difficult. It's something that you kind of pick up as you go along in life. But if you don't pick it up, you're just screwed because nobody ever talks about it. And I know for me, I've gotten decently good at it, uh, but I definitely have those moments where I, I struggle. And uh, my biggest reason for struggling is one of the, the tips on this list that we're going to go through that we'll, we'll address at the end here. So it's, it's one of those areas that is worth learning more about and is worth educating ourselves on because it, it's such a major part of life. Uh, but for whatever reason, we very rarely actually do that. We very rarely actually educate ourselves. Uh, so hopefully this episode helps. Before we jump in, though, make sure if you haven't already, head over to Instagram at Greg Clunis. That's G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S. Head over there. Give me a follow. Send me a message if you feel like it. I'd love to to chat with you, have that conversation, and just learn a little bit more about who you are. So head over to find me on Instagram at Greg Clunis. Awesome. Let's jump into the list. So the first tip I have, the first piece of advice I have around holding a conversation, around having better conversations, is to listen more than you talk. Now, you've probably heard this one before. It's nothing revolutionary. It's nothing new. But this show is not known for its revolutionary ideas. It's known for taking the things that work and presenting them. And this works. It's on the list because it works. When you take the time to listen more than you talk, you will be presented with an arsenal of 
uh, facts and, and knowledge and things that you can use to keep the conversation going and to engage in the conversation more than more than anything else. Uh, and, and so if you are spending all of your time when you're speaking to people, talking about uh, yourself, talking about your life, your dog, sharing things like that's good. And, and uh, that's that's fine, but that's not really a conversation. You're just talking at the person. For a conversation, it needs to be two-sided. And now that doesn't mean that for every single thing they say, you need to jump in with a similar thing or a story that's similar or anything like that. That's a mistake I see pretty often. And that's not actually the case because what you're doing is hijacking the conversation. You're taking their thing and you're making it about you. And in your mind, you're not trying to do that. You're just, you know, finding a point that you can relate and sharing it and so on and so forth. But that doesn't actually create a conversation. And uh, a lot of times the person on the other side feels like, well, they were in the middle of telling you something and now you're telling them this other thing. And so conversation lost. So what you want to do instead is spend more time listening. This means even if things pop up that uh, you think you might want to, to share, don't bring it up immediately. Look for that natural moment or take some time to think, does it even make sense to bring up? It might be related. It might be a similar experience, but does it actually make sense to derail what they're trying to say in order to bring up your thing? Oftentimes it doesn't. Even if it's related, even if it's something that they might find interesting, it often doesn't make much sense to switch the flow of the conversation from them leading to you leading just so that you can share this irrelevant point. Uh, and, and so take the time to really listen to what's being said, but more importantly, take the time to listen to the flow of the conversation. Take the time to listen to their body language, listen to uh, how what state they are in and sort of where the conversation is being led before you decide when to jump in or when to share your thing or when to uh, reciprocate the conversation. And if you do that, and it's, it's difficult, and I can't even give you like a, a, a real map on how to do it, it's challenging. But if you can figure it out, if you can get that game, it becomes a lot easier to be a part of that conversation. It, it becomes a lot more enjoyable for both parties because you'll have your space to speak, they'll have their space to speak, and all of a sudden you are conversing. So that's my first big piece of advice is listen more than you talk. And this means listen to everything, not just what they say, but what they do, how the pacing is going, how the conversation itself is happening, so on and so forth. And the second thing, the second thing on this list is to dig a little bit deeper. Now, here's what I mean by that. So many times in a conversation, and you hear this on podcasts too, like people are interviewing someone uh, and there's this little tidbit of information, like something that uh, is open-ended, you could go a little bit further into. And so many times, for whatever reason, we just let it slide. We just leave it alone. We, we hear the thing, we see the opportunity, and we don't ask any further questions. We don't follow up. We don't jump on that thing. And that is a missed opportunity, a huge missed opportunity. Because here's the thing. Everyone, everyone loves talking about themselves. I don't care how humble you are. Everyone loves talking about themselves. And it, it's just... It's just not a good situation to put yourself in if you are 
allowing yourself to miss those opportunities because what's going to end up happening is the conversation is going to uh, the conversation is just going to dry up. Like all the stuff will be said. There's always like the surface level stuff that we all say, right? We're going to go through that part real quick. And unless we dig deeper on those little nuggets that pop up, guess what? That's it. That's where the conversation goes. And so for many of you who are struggling to keep a conversation going, it's because you missed those nuggets. You missed those opportunities to dig a little bit deeper. And so how do you do this? Well, when you hear something that could be a point of interest, could be something worth driving down into, just ask about it. Just ask more questions. Pick that thing and uh, just just try to get them to tell you a little bit more about it. And sometimes they won't they won't want to. And that's okay. You, of course, don't want to try and force it. But more often than not, people want to talk about it. They just don't want to burden you with it. And so if you ask, if you're the one pushing them to do it, guess what? They're going to do it. And so look for those moments, look for those opportunities. And that can do you wonders in terms of extending the conversation, giving you more knowledge about them, giving them the opportunity to feel like they are you're really listening to them and you really care about what they have to say and it uh it it's it's valuable it helps so with that said uh we're gonna jump into number three and four here in a second uh, but first let me tell you a little bit about a new project i'm working on Over the nearly three years hosting this podcast, I've come to realize that the biggest problem we all face is bridging the gap between what we know we should be doing and our actually doing it. That's why I created The Lab. The Lab is an experimental community designed to help you fill in the gaps in your knowledge and then immediately push you to translate that knowledge into action. I believe, as I'm sure you do, that action is the only thing that can create change in our life. If you want to make more money, you have to do it. If you want to lose more weight, you have to do it. No matter what your goal, you have to get out there and do something if you want to see any results. In the lab, we're going to help you take that action quickly so that you can start seeing the changes you're looking for in your life. Now, each month, we're going to be hosting masterclasses with experts in particular areas that the community votes on. And coming up in November, we are hosting a masterclass with Tal Gurr. Tal is the absolute legend that accomplished 100 bucket list items in 10 years. And he's going to teach us all about how to set, track, and accomplish our goals so that we can start off everything, regardless of what the goal is, from a much, much stronger place. So if you want to be a part of that masterclass and then the subsequent challenge that we do afterwards to get ourselves acting on the knowledge, head over to tinyleapslab.com right now. That's www.tinyleapslab.com. Head over there. There'll be a little bit more information and you can sign up today www.tinyleapslab.com. So the third piece of advice I have, the third thing I highly, highly recommend you start doing if you're struggling to hold a conversation is to share something. Now, I know this sounds simple, but you'd be surprised how many of us don't do this. Now, when I get into a conversation with someone I don't know, I've just met them. I'll be honest, I'm fascinated by them. I want to know as much as I can. I want to learn as much as I can. And so as a result, 
I'm asking questions all the time. I'm, I'm digging deep. I'm looking for those nuggets and really trying to dive further and learn more about this person. But there always comes this point where I realize that the conversation is either drying up or the person is sort of retreating. And this happens largely because it feels maybe a little bit like an interview. It feels like you're just drilling them to find out more about themselves, but you're not really sharing anything. And so when these moments happen, I know that I need to find one of those things that I can connect on and share something, start talking about myself. And that gets them interested because likely they're interested too. They want to know everything they can about me. They're just as uh, curious about me as I am about them. And so if you can find those moments where sharing something is the the thing that keeps the conversation moving forward, or if you can find a good balance between digging deeper and then sharing something, that's how a conversation really works. That's how both parties stay interested because that interest comes from, wow, this is such a a unique and new individual. There's there's something here that I don't know about. And they want to learn that. They want to to fill that gap in their knowledge. And so uh, by digging deeper, you're giving them the opportunity to talk about themselves, to share about themselves, something everyone loves to do. And by sharing something, you're satisfying their curiosity and keeping them interested And then finally, the fourth thing, and this is my biggest mistake when it comes to having and holding conversations, is getting out of my head. I can't tell you how many times I get into my head and I just, I get stuck there thinking about, oh, well, what should I say? Or, uh, you know, should I share this story? Should Should I not share it? Should I dig deeper here? Like thinking about all the moves, the tactics about how to have a and hold a conversation. And so I get in my head and then when that happens, I start getting quiet. I start retreating. I start losing. Now, I'm not losing interest. I'm still interested. But from the other person's point of view, I'm losing interest because I'm not diving on things that they're they're uh, setting up for me. And so you have to remember that ultimately conversations need to stay natural. They need to stay present That's how you have them. That's how you pick up on on body language and and see how things are going. That's how you make decisions is to be present and and just react instead of going in your head and trying to strategize it or come up with a a tactic that'll help you here. That's not going to work. Now, for many of you listening to this, you're probably like, wow, Greg, this was pretty well-known information. But here's what I can guarantee you. One, Even if you're fantastic at conversations, you probably aren't doing all four of these things. No one really does. It's it's a hard balance to find. It's kind of like a a dance where you sort of have to like play with your partner a little bit and and, uh, go off balance a tiny bit and come back and so on and so forth. Um, So even if you're great at conversation, never had an issue, you're probably not doing every single thing here. And then the, the other piece is that many of you listening aren't great at conversation and you wish you could be better. And for those of you, this framework should help. Just doing these four things should help to make those conversations a little bit more interesting, a little bit more entertaining for both parties, and a little less stressful for you. So I hope that that has been helpful. And if so, click that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Just wherever you are, click that subscribe button.
That's the best way to, to show that you care about the show, that you want to receive new episodes. Click subscribe. That'll help us with our rankings and discoverability. But more importantly, it'll make sure you never miss a new episode. And so with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. Find me on Instagram if you haven't already. Instagram.com slash Greg Clunas or just at Greg Clunas if you're, if you're hip to, to things like that. And uh, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Yeah.